0: From the pages of the Salt Lake Tribune straight to your earphones. This is Tribune Sports Radio. Please
1: and try again.
0: Well, what's the if you could plan a sports trip like based around a uh, like a very much like driving around the country on a motorcycle like yeah. what would it be? Is it the is it the low-hanging fruit one like every ballpark in one season? I'm actually really close to, um, to, I I have only about,
2: it's either six or seven Major League Parks that I haven't been to. Can I
0: guess a couple of them? Yeah. I'm going to say Marlins and Tampa Bay are probably two.
2: Incorrect. Been to both.
0: No kidding. Uh, yeah, I,
2: well, now see, this is where it gets tricky because no, I'm, they I'm, keep building new ones. So, so I, I've been to the old one in Miami. I haven't been to the new which
0: one. Which was what, this uh, Sunkiss Bowl? Or when a, I was there, well, the it was were, like shark
2: bait stadium or something. I, I don't even remember what it was. Okay, let me guess, see if I can guess what. The Nationals? Been there. Been there. Uh, actually, been to uh, the new one and RFK. RFK. Seen games at both of them. I yeah. saw games
0: at RFK as a kid when they uh, they used to have a soccer team play through there. Mm-hmm. I never saw the Redskins play. I'm going to assume Detroit might be off the map.
2: Wrong. But been you were in Detroit. Chicago. Right. Uh, Buddy, uh, Buddy and I drove up there. On a whim, his uh, his grandmother lived in Detroit, and I slept on
0: her floor for that game. So yeah. then we got to go maybe West Coast, AT and T, the new San, San Francisco. Been to that one? Okay. Yeah. Safeco up in Seattle.
2: I have not been to that one. That that is at the top of my list. I want to go to that one. Yeah, well, everyone should you get one each. You
0: roll. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all about
2: it. Now the one thing I do, um, and Betty, you you've been to my house, so you uh-huh. know, um, in the kitchen. On the top of the cabinets, there are plastic cups from all the ballparks. And so I collect, I I try to get a plastic cup, one of the souvenir cups from each one. My favorite one is from Detroit. It's a baseball shape. It's awesome. Love it. So
0: kind of Uh, running through the gamma here, so it's got to be Fenway. uh, Fenway I have not been to, correct? I've been outside of Fenway, never in it myself. Uh, The New Yankees I haven't been to, but I've been to the Old Yankees. I've been to New and Old Yankee. How was the new, York, new Yankee Stadium? New
2: Yankee Stadium is like walking inside of a NASCAR driver. Um, there was advertisement everywhere. Everything was sponsored. Like, your walk up these two steps is brought to you by French's Mustard. I mean, everything was sponsored. It was ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, all right, so you've got two so far. You've got Seattle, you've got Boston. Uh, I gotta assume Denver might be one. No, nah, I've I've sat there and sat in the row that's a, exactly a mile high. Well, okay, okay. Um, which was super cool.
0: Uh, 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 uh it, LA maybe. What, what's what's i I've been to Chavez Ravine.
2: I've been to Chavez Ravine. I've been to uh, Anaheim. I've been to San Diego. Have not been to Oakland. Um, oh, even I though I went to San Francisco, didn't go to Oakland.
0: I saw so many college games at the Coliseum. Cause in Reno, we used to be hey, Fitz if you're listening in the three minutes in. But, I mean, the drive from Reno to San uh, to Oakland was a piece of cake. And they were giving tickets away. Only problem is you can get stabbed in the parking lot on your way in and Minor out. Minor details. Minor details. Worth it. <laughs>
2: um, I've not not been to Houston, um, which I kick myself for because I, I worked um, outside of Dallas for um, about – six months back when I first got into newspapers and I should have made the drive down and I didn't. So that's four. Um, surprisingly the next, the last two that I have not been to, um, target field were, Minnesota? I haven't been to target field. I, I went to the, okay. um, to the dome. Um, no, we're actually, one is the closest to where I grew up, which is Toronto. So never never been- went to a ball game at Toronto. I've walked around that stadium uh-huh. outside, but never been inside. And the other one, I haven't been to a game. Well, it used to be Shea, and now it's City Field in New York. Oh, yeah. I, I never went there either. So those are those are the six, that I still. Well, have you left. and most of the fan base aren't going to watch the Mets play anytime soon. Well, it I it I mean it's crazy because my, my older sister actually lives down outside of New York, so it's not that's and that's how I've done Yankee Stadium is that I stayed at her place and went there. Um, but never, never went out there.
0: I think the perfect road trip would be for the summer. Would be you want to go uh, from here to Seattle. Seattle's a great town, mm-hmm. with the Emerald City. You know, just a wonderful yeah. Between the food, the, the nightlife, and just the sights and sounds of going up there, mm-hmm. uh, take that brutal drive from Seattle all the way down to Oakland. You know, because that's that's yeah a, that's a good that's a good eight hours, yeah. maybe even ten hour drive. I'm not exactly sure. Break it up, maybe swing by. Uh, I know, screw Portland. I, I don't know what, We don't have any hipsters listening to the show So we don't need to listen to that. We are not big in Portland. Cross board across uh, the bay in San Francisco, yeah, down to LA, Bam bam, and then finish it off in America's finest city San, uh, San Diego.
2: I uh, we, uh, we have very good friends from college who live in San Diego so mm-hmm. we even have a place to stay. I you got my mom. I, <laughs> I'm not staying with stay mom, my mom's house. That would be super <laughs> awkward. Um, I'm not a big fan of San Diego and I know that that probably hurts you. Eh, I don't like the weather. What you don't like perfection? I don't. I like imperfection. I like I like variety.
0: Seventy four and sunny every day does not work for me. I don't know. There's something about walking off that plane where the ambient temperature is almost the temperature of your blood. It yeah. is fantastic. Right. <laughs>
2: it, it, it's just weird. It's mm. I no, I like I You like don't like saying words like Holy Brah? Uh, Really coming out of my mouth? Does, does that sound at all natural? No, it doesn't. No, or just bra? It's... Yeah, no, no, I don't think so. I, I, I don't know why it is. You know, in other sports, I guess baseball. Each park has kind of has its own personality, but like you don't hear people. It, you really don't hear people be like, "I'm going to try to go to every NBA arena." Or Every NFL stadium, you know, it, it, baseball, it just seems to be the one that, like, that's the one that people kind of get caught up on.
0: I'd make the argument that instead of going to every NBA stadium, because uh, I've only been to a handful myself. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, the Delta Center or the new ESA, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's a fine place to watch. Again, sure. Except for the last, you know, unless it's fourth quarter uh, here. But uh, I would say something like going to the Big Ten you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, college arenas, like, yeah, you know, just kind of go to the Big Ten or the Big East, you know, or just just like we are going to hit every one of even the Mountain West would be fun to see, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, I uh, went up to had a chance to go up to the University of Montana a while ago into the arena, and it's like much like the great arenas here just in high school for Salt Lake City, it's like it has that, like, this is where you're not just watching a game, but kids are learning the game while you're watching right. it do it, it's, right? It's almost like a classroom, The the field example with the birds. We we're talking about this with Billy O and uh, Aaron Falk about the Staples Center. It's like Clippers. It feels like the circus when the Lakers play in the same facility. It feels like you're at a Broadway show. It, yeah, I'd yeah. Be, I'd be. I wouldn't be interested in watching that. To be honest with you. Right. I agree. I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like,
2: you know, that that's a good example where two teams play in the same part in the same arena. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, okay, but like. It, it, there's no personality there i mean it it's just baseball is just different it, it you're outside mm-hmm. and there's most of the time you know there's just a, a different feel to it that
0: um it's a park it is it's, i mean and it, not to yeah. use the old george carlin joke but you know it really is like you're spending the day in the park yeah and that's what part of it is great although you know like i think it'd be cool to go watch like temple play in saint john's and then go yeah, Xavier, yeah. you know, and kind of hit it, and you know, maybe transition into Sweet Sixteen. You know, it's like no one's talking about making a road trip to Texas to watch, you know, the Astros and the Rangers uh, right. play. Right. But uh, Kyle Goon's down there right now at the Sweet Sixteen with Duke in Utah. True. What's your interest level on this game?
2: Nice transition. That was smooth. Eh, it's like, um, butter, like butter. I I I'm interested. I really am. I want to watch that game. I think it's. I mean. When you think about it, it's like oh Duke, 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 But then you're like, I want to lose, 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 lose. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm one of those guys who like I have a completely irrational hatred of Duke, um, and so I'm like, woo, go Utah. But really, if you, if you, if you look at it and you kind of break it down a little bit, I mean, it isn't like Utah doesn't stand a chance here. They absolutely do. Um.
0: I think it's, it's going to be a good game. I I'm looking too. forward to it. I was, uh, the one stat that I know off the top of my head is that, uh, uh, I, I'm going to screw, I, I'm so accustomed to saying Coach K, and it's going to probably irritate the seven listeners we have right now, but with Duke, uh, Coach K there, he's taken, uh, he's lost 26 matches in the NCAA tournament. You know, and so uh, on its surface, you know what that means? He's been there at minimum 26 times. right. You know, it's like, right. and uh, with our coach K, uh, the University of Utah's coach K, I right. should say, it's like uh, first time run. I mean, right now this is just borrowed time. Like everything after this is gravy for the youths, don't you agree?
2: Yeah, I think so. I, it was, man. When you think back to where they were just a couple years ago, to I mean, really even to an extent last year. I mean, it, it's unbelievable to to have that turnaround. It's it's there's excitement there. It's fun. Um, And it's really cool to see Um, now what they end up, you know, if they make the Elite Eight or, my goodness, even the Final Four. uh, Holy cow. I mean, uh, Krzykowiak gets a ton of credit for – because he inherited nothing. I mean, he really – he's built this up so quickly. And and, and that's really encouraging in some ways, but it's also a little – it, it would give me a little bit of pause. It's like, oh man, that was awfully fast. Can he actually sustain this? I mean, earlier today, um, our esteemed colleague, The Goon, um, tweeted that uh, something about how uh, he really felt like the national media was starting to appreciate Gruskoviak and his personality and kind of the yeah, fun he's... that he is. Um, and he's winning, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I kind of thought about that. I was like, yeah, you know, Larry really. Seems to have a great personality and really engaging, but if he isn't winning, you're kind of like, mm, it's just an act, and it gets old fast. But when you're winning, man, bring it on! You yeah, know, yeah, bring yeah. on the sweet grass, bring on the, you know, everything that you do, because it, 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 it's like it's it's like it, when you talk to someone who's crazy. If they if they're <laughs> filthy rich, they're eccentric. eccentric. <laughs> if they aren't filthy rich, they're just crazy. You know, it's kind of the same. It. it I don't know where I'm going. Help me out here better. No, no,
0: I, I, I agree with you on that one. But, you know, I think what's even kind of, what I think is exciting about it is like when win or lose uh, come against uh, Duke uh, tomorrow. It's like for recruitment and to put Utah back in that positive spotlight that it hasn't been there for quite a yeah. while. And it puts yeah. that energy back into the city, which is, you know, as a casual sports fan when it comes to schools that I didn't attend, uh, it's, I think that will help with recruitment left, right, and center. And also it kind of, it's a little, a little, uh, uh, kind of like an ointment to kind of fix the, the Pac-12, uh, what happened with the youths during the football season. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. th- you and you end going into that spring season looking super sharp. And, you know, I think there's got to be a correlation between a football player choosing to go to school that has a good basketball program and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and who'd have thought, you know, five, six years ago, the Pac-12 was the right place for the youths to land.
2: Right. Yeah, everyone, I think you, you hope that it was. Yeah. Um, although, now, here's a question for you. Uh, you know the the football team did end very well. They won their bowl game. Uh-huh. They they had a great showing um, all season last year. But which which success did you feel better about, the basketball team or the football team?
0: It's funny. I was more involved with the football team throughout the course of the season because yeah. it's the one game. You know, one game on Saturday, right. and you follow the twelve, and it's it's hard not to kind of. Like I said, I'm am a casual fan of the Utes. I'm not right. I don't, I don't right. bleed I don't bleed uh, red and silver on that. Well, technically, I bleed a little red, but you know, I don't have the white coming out of me as well on that. And if not, that's call a doctor. But with the the football team, it's obviously it's easier to get involved and follow them and be supportive of them. Certainly when they're playing a lot of the very established teams ranging yeah. from Oregon and the teams from Southern California and even Arizona and stuff like that. Whereas basketball, how many games do they play? Was it? 28 and they're into the 30s now uh, they're into the 30s now but it was it 28 or 29 games they played you know i might exact we're both squinching our faces when we're talking about this but with the basketball it's more like oh i was like happy to see them ranking around you know 7th and then jumping up to 13th and then back down and kind of bouncing back and forth in the ap top 25 but the fact that they were in the ap top 25 meant they were a team of note and then you see them get into the tournament. I didn't think they played very well in the first round. I thought that was an ugly, ugly game. And then, but watching against Georgetown, I wasn't. I would, was the, the scuttlebutt, obviously, from people like Tony Jones and Kyle Goon and all the other uh, reporters working here at Salt Lake Tribune, was that this was a winnable game, and like yeah. the Utes had an opportunity. And then the, the, it was great watching it in that second half. They came out there and they had what uh, what you want all good teams to do is basically. Put your foot on the pedal, keep going, or put your foot on the neck and let's hold them down. You yeah, know? and yeah. I like seeing teams close them out. It's why in boxing you want to see going to the cards is great, is okay. Putting the guy to hitting a canvas—that's what you right. want to watch.
2: Right, yeah, I, I think that when I asked that question, for me, I I felt better, and and I'll I'll define better here in a second. But I felt better about the the basketball team than I did the football team. The the football team, like I kept. I like the success was great, but like going into that Oregon game, for instance, I was like, man, you know, I just really didn't think that they had a chance. Yeah. It... And and I I really haven't felt that way about any of the basketball games. The 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 slight exception might be at uh Arizona. I was kinda like, yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but for me, once they went and they beat um when they beat Wichita State in overtime at the Huntsman Center, I was like, you know what? I think this team is legit. Mm-hmm. I, like, I I think that this is a team that really can match up with anyone. And and then you're right. I mean, during the season, like, the, they, they broke into the top ten, and I was like, I don't know if they're quite there. Mm-hmm. But I maybe. And then, like, the football team, you know, they break into the top 25, and I was like, hmm, I guess – but, like, those, so many of those wins were so close, like, where they pull it out in overtime. Or it, it, it was just – I just felt like the the basketball team was, yes. The well, football team was,
0: whoo, well, let me, yes. Well, let me ask you, know? you this. Did you did you feel there was uh, too many off-field shenanigans with the Utes during the football season where it seems like with the basketball team this year, it's like it's all on the court? No, I, I just I, – I didn't – I thought the so Thomas those, thing was a little – I thought that that was a little bit of a distraction. It, it was talking about yeah. who your starting QB is and stuff, you know. And obviously, with basketball, you get your what is it, eleven, twelve guys on there. You're going to have your own uh, rotations you put into right. it. But at the end of the day, it's like you know who the team leaders are going to be. And on a football program of well, esteem that you know that uh, they they ran this year, it's like who's who was in charge. And the fact right. that I didn't, it wasn't a clear cut leader on that team even though the players might give you different answers as a guy reading from the media and watching on tv it was a little you know it was hard to get involved or at least emotionally with them
2: yeah well i, I think that there's some parallels um for instance going into the season um for in football um i remember last spring uh going to the spring practices with matt piper and seeing Devonte booker and being like man He's fast, and that guy is powerful. <laughs> and I remember Piper and I both being like, man, are we missing – like, why are they not saying he's the automatic starter? Uh-huh. We're like, what What are we missing here? And then the season rolls around, and he proves, hey, yes, he, Devontae Booker was the man and, and could carry the team. And I think going into basketball season, you had this seven-foot guy from a foreign country who was a freshman, and you're like, Jacob – Plottle or something like that. You know, I mean, really, he, was, he was I a no. public
0: address announcer for that? <laughs> exactly. I mean,
2: I I remember very early in the season, uh, Tony Jones was here, and Tony and uh, Tony Jones said that he would have taken Jacob Per Jacob. See, at the time we were saying Jacob. Yeah. Um. Jacob Poldal. Uh, you'd have to go back and, uh, and see how Tony pronounced it, but that he would rather have Jacob Perdle over Ennis Cannon. I remember I rem- that. I rem- That's the one where Tony got in trouble with mm-hmm. uh, Cantor's agent, yeah. and um, where Tony then went off on a rant about bad and horrible. And then uh, Cantor was beyond that on defense. But he was kind of an unknown. It was like the it, do we have our, do we have ourselves like a kind of hidden gem here? And Pirtle at times was dominant, and then at times he really wasn't. Um, So I think that, you know, there was kind of that going into the season where you had a guy who people were kind of like, I think that they could really, that this guy could really do well. I just, I just felt like the basketball, I expected the basketball team to succeed. I expected them to win Mm -hmm. the football team. And, and, again, I'm not a big-time Ute fan. I, I'm a little bit more of a casual fan, too. But I hoped that they would win, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, that, you're, no, There I mean, was less certainty there. So journalistic, uh, you know, you have to be objective about this as yeah. well. You know, and yet you're, you're calling balls and strikes and all this and stuff. I'll tell you the one thing I like is that when I talk to people who go to the Ute football versus Ute uh, basketball, is that when they're in the must at the basketball games, it's a story that you see on social media about yeah. how loud it was, how rambunctious it was, and how the Huntsman Center finally was back to its glory days. You yeah, know. Um, yeah. And it's like, with uh, obviously with Rice Eccles, I've heard, I mean, you can hear it throughout the Valley when they get a roll in and stuff, Yeah, like it's that different energy and kind of like to, touring these different parks. The loudest baseball park I've ever seen was probably Coors when I saw McGuire hit a home run. Yeah. But after he hit it, you know, the sound dissipates, you know? Yeah, And But with a yeah. basketball arena, it's 40 minutes of like your ears darn near bleeding the entire yeah. time. And that's, yeah. I think that's the kind of stories that people are bringing out on Facebook and Twitter shooting it up on the Instagram, and that's why these conversations you follow on uh, SaltLakeTrib.com, you know, when you look at the comment section, people are really fired up about this team. Yeah,
2: yeah, and 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 that's fun to see. It's fun to see people be excited about it. Um, it's fun to see the team uh, at the University of Utah those teams have success.
0: So let me ask you this. So with uh, going against Duke, you know, like we were joking last week on the podcast, and obviously all uh, episodes can be archived or on iTunes, just go ahead and subscribe to the show. Rate and review us real fast. But if you listen to the show last week, we we're talking about Huntsman. Uh, I'm sorry, not Huntsman. Uh, uh, Mitt Romney stepping in the ring with Evander Holyfield. Right. We all know it's a joke. Right. You know, it's going to be a tickle fight, a wrestle. You know, they're going to wrestle each other. And eventually, Holyfield is just going open to open himself up so Romney gets a couple of yes. good shots in there and stuff. Duke won't do that. Duke is, you know, as champions, much like Evander Holyfield, they're not going, they're moving, they're looking, they're eyeballing the Elite Eight on this. Oh, yeah. Know? This is, I think. I think Utah is in a great position right now because they match up very well against Duke, and they're fighting, you know, the uh, the, the Viathon, the juggernaut. Yeah, you know, they're the, it's, this is the team that you want to beat if you wanted to beat any team out yes. there. Yes, yeah, you know? uh, the, yeah. You, if if you want to be
2: if you want to be considered an elite team, you beat Duke. This is the That's marquee. This is the yeah. marquee
0: matchup yeah. of the Sweet Six team, in my opinion. You know, because I think we all believe that Arizona and Kentucky are going to probably move forward. Yeah, I I really I the other game I really like is uh, North Carolina and,
2: and Wisconsin. I really want to see that game. It was, it, um, who, who you got in that one? I like Wisconsin. I like the Badgers. I think it's gonna be good. Um, I yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. But but you're right. I mean, it, it, this is this is this is your ticket. This is the golden ticket. This is your chance. Um, and it's not to say that they aren't uh a really uh, that they aren't a legitimate program or a winning program or anything like that. If they lose, I mean, it, it isn't a either or situation mm-hmm. but if you be if you knock off duke who has arguably the best player in the country in okafor uh-huh. i mean then it it kind of becomes man
0: yeah holy cow larry kriskoviak turned that around fast well and then you go from not playing like you know i uh, playing with the house money at that time oh, it's yeah. like, then you become a contender
2: well because i mean we we kind of already said that yeah, you kind of already playing with house money going into Duke. Yeah. Now, if you knock off Duke, oh man, forget it. I mean, it, Larry, it, really, I, I really think Larry would become he, if he, if if they beat Duke, then there's that whole mystique of you, of of you beat Duke. Plus, he's got a great personality. He becomes the media darling. I yeah, think, of of what's left. Um, that's just because it, it is. It's a fun story. He's doing it. I mean there's a decent number of Utah kids on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you got Jordan Loveridge from West Jordan. You've yeah. got Bricot Chapman from up in Roy. Um, those are the two that come to mind. The
0: pride of Roy.
2: Um, of course. <laughs> uh, it, the Ute fans are probably like, yeah, who else do they got? Come on, keep going, keep going, keep going. What else do you got? But, I mean, it, it's a fun story. He's Ooh. keeping – what Larry's done is he's, he's been able to land a couple of kids from Utah, the big-name kids, by the way, those are the only two kids from Utah on the roster. Okay. Or no, no, no. Jake Connor is. I'm, okay. My bad from Highland. Um, is on the roster. Go Rams. Um, but it, it's a fun story, you know, and it's one that I think could gain a lot of traction nationally. But you got to be Duke.
0: So uh, I'm gonna have a question about the NCAA. Then I have a hypothetical that you're gonna hate. So let's get this hypo. Uh, let's get the first one of the NCAA out of the way. Uh, if Kentucky and Arizona meet each other in the Final Four, who do you see advancing between the two of them? Um. If the two of them play? Yeah.
2: I like, I I don't, man, I think Kentucky is so
0: stinking tough. Um, I mean. The stat that I saw was that their average height of University of Kentucky Wildcats is taller than the Portland Trail Blazers. It it, is. I mean, they're. Size, speed. I don't have. The, I don't know the players' names off the top of my head. You know, and I, cause you, Anyone who listens to the show know I know very little about this. But they pass that stink test when I watch them. It's like watching an NBA team. It's almost like it's beyond a D league. They look like rarely. You know, I'm sure Kyle and Ke- uh, Tony and even Falk would kind of criticize me on this. But I think there are some teams in the NBA they can give a run on. Oh, absolutely. And, and i And I don't say that yeah. about most college programs. Even the yeah. best college programs. Right. This is a special college program that might be able to give. Uh, who's let me see who's a team that can give them over the, the world. Knicks. Knicks, yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> especially if the Knicks were trying to Tank
0: that game, uh, the Timberwolves. Wolves. I mean,
2: you know, I mean, it's the worst of the worst. Well, I, last week Aaron Falk was talking about Dante Exum, uh-huh. the, the 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 guard Australian, for the Jazz. Yeah, the Australian guard was younger than any of the starting point, point guards, guards at yeah. any of the other... He was the youngest starting point guard in Utah. College and above, not high Weber, school. Weber, BYU, Utah,
0: right. you know, USU. Yeah. And stuff yeah. like
2: that. I mean, it's... That's pretty remarkable. And I, I do think it is a little unfortunate that if Kentucky and Arizona were to play, that it would be in to go to the title game. Um, but man, Kentucky's so tough. But then... You know, I, I keep waiting. I keep waiting, thinking someone's going to knock them off. I don't I don't think it's going to be West Virginia. I, I don't think West Virginia could. Um, now that Notre Dame-Wichita State, the winner of that one? Yeah. Notre Dame is weird. Yeah. I mean, they, they can score in bunches, but then they can also look bad. And I'm kind of like, maybe they're the ones. Maybe Notre Dame. But then I'm like, if Notre Dame can even get by Wichita State. <laughs> I mean, because that's not a given. Wichita State... You know, took care of Kansas. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked Kansas to win it all. I don't think that they're going to, though. Okay. Uh, which means absolutely nothing.
0: I had Arizona winning this whole thing. So, let me throw the hypothetical out there you're going to hate. So, uh, and the reason why is that you went to Syracuse. You went to Loyola. I know. did. So Loyola I'm, Chicago. Loyola Chicago. Yes. I went to the University of Nevada in Reno, but it's technically the University of Nevada. Right. Imagine a NCAA-style tournament. Yes. 50 participants. Yes. The only caveat is that the, every one of these participants is a state, and it has to be the flagship uh, university of each of the states. Right. University of California, Berkeley. University of Nevada, Reno. University of Utah. University of Michigan, Ann Arbor. Right. Go through the entire ranks. How would you like to see a 50-team round-robin tournament or a bracket-style tournament to determine the best state in the United States of basketball? And who do you got winning that? So you you only get one entry. You get one entry per state. Well, because like Michigan, you said
2: Ann Arbor, but Michigan State is a better basketball team right now. True. So but
0: that's that's part of the caveat. Is but you're stuck with Michigan. You're stuck with Michigan, or are you stuck with every player from that state? Well, we well I don't know. I'm still working out the details on this. What do you think? Well, see,
2: because if 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 it's the, like if you took the best the best ten from every college in the state. In the state. So it, it isn't that the kid is from Utah. It's that he plays at a school in Utah. So,
0: Okay, let me read you this. Okay. How about the best 10 guys or the best 15 guys? Let's open up to 15 per state on one team. And it's team That go to Utah. school in the state. Just under 25. Presumably, college players and well, stuff like well, that. Well, see. We're like, we, I don't know. You help me work out some of these okay. qualifications. All right. I, I think. Because I, I want to get to the point where we can actually debate on which state has the best basketball. I, I think that you do it as
2: they they go to college in that state. Because okay. otherwise, like, um, you know, like California can take back, like, Delon Wright. Like, and I don't, he probably wouldn't even. Yeah. You a, see what I'm saying? So, okay. Okay. All right, you you okay. have to go to school in that state. My pick is Kentucky, because they have Kentucky and they have
0: Louisville, two schools right off the bat that you could, which are both
2: elite programs. And you could
0: cannibalize uh, one team out of those two yeah. schools that could probably.
2: Um, I, I would go with them. Um, I do think that uh, the the other one is North Carolina, because you got Duke. I mean, you've got three North Carolina, North Carolina State, Duke. Right. I mean, you have three teams in the um, Sweet Sixteen from the state of. Uh, of North Carolina. So, right there, I mean, you gotta like your chances there. Um, How would Utah? I, you know, Utah is gonna be a contender because um, if you combine Utah's roster with BYU's, um, and you might even sprinkle in a little Utah State <laughs> if you had to. Um, I mean, you, you put together Collinsworth, um, you put in uh, Hawes from BYU, and you stick them with DeLon Wright. Um, I like Brandon Taylor a lot. Um, and Jakob Purtle, you got a pretty good team right there. Yeah. And, and, man, you – yeah, I, I think Utah isn't going to win at all, I don't think. Could Utah – Utah is definitely in the top half, I think. Because, um, I mean, I, I really I really feel uh, – yeah, I mean, you know, you've got states like like Wyoming you can take <laughs> care of. I, I'm not North real Dakota. worried about Idaho, North Dakota, <laughs> South Dakota. Um, my goodness, even – Kansas though, Kansas would be tough.
0: Indiana becomes the contender. Um, Indiana. Because you got Notre Dame and University of Indiana And right Butler. There. And Butler. Um, bam, bam, bam! Right there. You've got. Uh, you might. Have, and here's the thing I like about this There's like an embarrassment. You got of, Purdue there too. Yeah. You get an embarrassment of riches though in a state like Texas or California, where is that? Imagine all the guys getting shucked to the side that would uh, in any other kind of uh, tournament they'd be, you know, they'd be the first one picked off the board.
2: Well, I mean, all right, California though. I think Utah could take him. because you'd have you have U, UCLA, you've got Kale, you've got USC.
0: Okay, well, how about UC Irvine with that kid that's like seventeen Oh, that feet, kid's a oh twenty seven yeah. feet tall. God, that kid! Holy smoly! He is the he's. I don't know why no one has not written the Big Paul Bunyan song. You know, with him and his big blue ox. Yeah, you know for uh, what's his name. A big dude. Big dude. Yeah. <laughs> if my computer was recording, looked at UC Irvine. I want to know the name of this guy because I watched him play, I think, uh, was in the NIT? No, we, no, no, were they, no, they, no. That was, no, an, that that's was a big, in the
2: tournament. Big time, yeah. Uh, no, they they, uh, they, they, put on a good showing, man. I have no problems with them. They UC Irvine. And aren't they, they the game. Gauchos? Uh,
0: the Anteaters. Anteaters? Irvine is the Anteaters? anteaters? Who are the Gauchos? Yeah. You can't ask me multiple questions. It's right. when we need an intern for the show. Anybody interested in interning for Trip Sports Radio, <laughs> give us a direct tweet at Trib Sports Radio. Uh, we'll get back to you. We'll have an application process. We'll even do a bracketology to get the best intern in here so I can yell at them to give me the information that I should have known before we started the show. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you say his name. Uh,
2: Mamadou Nad- Oh, man, people are going to kill me.
0: Daye. Daye? Da- Mamadou Dae. That's yeah, something like that. Mamadou Dae. He was exciting to watch. Oh, he was fun. I love watching huge guys run up and down courts. I didn't want to see them lose. No. Um, Find out who the Gauchos are next. The Gaucho,
2: man, you are killing me. Smalls. Irvine, <laughs> Irvine lost by two to Louisville in the first. Okay. The, uh, first weekend. Um, yeah. That. Yeah. That's that's what I have.
0: Well, it's. It's been, it's a fun tournament to watch. And, you know, the other thing uh, is that you've got to be following Kyle Goon. uh Monson, didn't Monson have a UC piece? UC Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara, okay. Uh, didn't Monson write a piece saying, like, uh, Utah beating Duke is good for America? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be in uh, Friday's The Salt Lake Tribune. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's tease. Whole, We'll tease that one. Right.
2: It's that whole I hate Duke thing, which, mm-hmm. like, I have already admitted I have an irrational hatred of Duke. Mm-hmm. Uh nice to be. That's before Syracuse was in the ACC. I, just, I, I don't know. I just didn't like it. But I will tell you, um, and I don't know if you saw this story yet, Benny, because uh, you've got a real man's job now. Uh, <laughs> did you see what Dean Smith did? No. Sent In his will, he sent he had them send a $200 check to every letterman that played for him during his time. How cool is that? How cool is that? I mean that is just, that's, it's just awesome. That's well, he had what a thirty-six year career. It was a long career, and in it, uh, it said, uh, "It, it uh, apparently they were sent with uh, have dinner out. Basically, ha- here's two hundred bucks, go have dinner on me.
0: How cool is that? It's as cool as the other
2: side of the pillow. I mean, it, I mean, you know, I I can only imagine because I never played uh, college sports, obviously, (laughs) um, that you really develop a a pretty strong bond with that coach. I mean, yeah, they yell at you and they harass you, but I mean, it's essentially a father figure to you and you know, you lose that, that person, that person dies. And even if you haven't talked to him in a while, you know, there's still kind of that feeling. And then you get that letter and you go, you know what, even, even if you find out, even when you find out that all the lettermen got it, you still feel like, you know what, he still cared, Yeah. you know. He still
0: cared, and um, how much giggles do you think he had when he came up with that?
2: Man, that's just. It's I bet he so had a pretty cool. good. I he
0: had a pretty good smirk on his face, going like, "They're gonna, they're going to absolutely love oh, this." Oh yeah,
2: kid. I mean, how could you not? I mean, just cl- so
0: classy. That's just so cool. Well, you know, the thing is, is as you get older, you start reflecting upon the people who've made an impact on your life, yeah. and you know, like the educators and coaches and stuff. Right. You know, and the the rugby coach I had in college, a guy named Ken Hudson. It's like what I learned on the pitch was not nearly as important as what I learned about how to behave off the pitch. Yeah, know? and that yeah. You talk about these, you know, things like loyalty, teamwork, follow through, yeah. commitment, you know, like the things that we want every good employer to have and all your friends to have. Like, you don't want a bunch of scumbag friends that are still bumming money off you when you're 40 years old. And right. The things that Hudson would teach you is that, you know, like you take care of yourself, you take care of your own, you take care of your friends. Yeah. And you act in a responsible fashion, you know. And then, you know, it's just, and then what the most important things that I remember about him is not the you know the quiet moments over a beer. It's with him screaming in your face, <laughs> like why are you embarrassing me? You yeah. know? Yeah. Why? It's almost like you've wasted my time by not listening to me. So like, either pull it together, or get to hell off the field. Yeah, and yeah. You think about that when you uh, undertake any o- opportunity, you know. And mm-hmm. it's also uh, I could see with Dean Smith, you know, with a storied career. I mean, how many what thousands, thousand athletes to his department through his program, I should say. Oh, probably, yeah. About 30 plus years, you know, I mean, just, I mean, just, yeah. just uh, the quiet, how about the direct impact he made with so many different people. Yeah. And then, you know, like um, with uh, Coach uh, K at uh, Duke, it's like, he's reflective of that entire university. It's like, I bet you, you know, I'm not the first person to make the joke wanting Coach K to be my life coach. You know, like, right? Just have, right. You know, have him go run, you know, do gassers while he's yelling, uh, yelling <laughs> at you or telling you, like, this is how you treat a woman or something like that. You know, <laughs> but you know, it's like I think you have that very small core of uh, people who had direct contact with the coach. Yeah, and then they just uh, keep that keeps that ever expanding ring that goes out larger and larger and wider and wider and encapsulates yeah. both the school. And at that point in time, it's like that's when the being an educator and being a coach really do find that bond together which i right. think it would are the great ones yeah
2: you know yeah I, and i think i think you're right i think that the ones who can really develop that bond um, you know you 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 mentioned your rugby coach and yeah. it's been years since you played for him. 15 plus years yet you'll never forget the guy's name no uh, because of the impact that he had and like you said wasn't on the field you know, yeah, you can. You know how to scrum with the best of them. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's a thing. I, I think. It oh, is. it is. Uh, but no, that is that isn't what it's about. It's about you know, when you get married, how you how you treat your lady bit, yeah. friend.
0: I, your lady bit parts. How you I mean, treat your wife? <laughs> yeah, I was just. trying to be funny and we're words. Where it just came out. Well, bad. no, and I think you know, and that's and maybe that's the lesson that's coming out of Utah right now is uh, help me with his name, Krzyszkowski. Krzyszkowiak. Krzyszkowiak uh, is that he's proven to be uh, bigger coach than the K. coach K of Utah. <laughs> Utah coach K. Right. But what you what you're learning from him is in the media is that he is bigger than the game, in that it's not about what just happens on the court, and it seems like this team has bonded and sort of has that energy when they're taking the court, where it's yeah. like. That's not from running wind sprints on the field, mm-hmm. and that's not doing free throw competitions. That's that's off court uh, right. responsibilities that come out, you know, yeah. and, and you know, it's, and like we said, we uh, I think uh, the general consensus in this newspaper floor is we'd like to see them uh, the youths advance, you know, versus do if and only if just keep the story going a little right. bit longer, right? You know, uh, and but with that, but at the end of the day. It's like it's it's fun watching this this particular team. And with Whittingham, I never had that same kind of bring it back to what you're saying. I never felt like I was a part of that team to a certain extent. Yeah. 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 Definitely covering the uh, football program, whereas part where the Utah basketball is like, eh, you know, maybe I'm a fan of the stands. Right. You know, maybe maybe I'm checking that at Kyle Goon on Twitter, you know, not because I want to see what Kyle has to say, but it's like, give me a little more insight on this basketball program. Right. You know, right. Yeah. I I think that,
2: well, I think that when you have coaches uh, and. The coaches just have different personalities, and I think that I think I realize that this is stereotyping, but I do think that there is an element of uh, basketball coaches are a little bit more open than football coaches. Football coaches, um, stereotypically, um, tend to be a little bit more nature. The
0: the nature of the game demands it. Yeah, it does. It does. Football is a symphony. It's like it's military symphonic music, whereas buff basketball is jazz it is yeah it's not for the Utah jazz I'm talking it's right it is improvisation across the board with a set schematic
2: and and so as a result of that I think that when you do have a coach who's a little bit more welcoming that what it does is it kind of allows you to feel like a little bit more like you're a little bit bigger part of the program and that you're part of it Um, and I think And I think Coach K, Chris Skoviak, where he has that kind of personality, it's even more so. You feel like even more part of that program.
0: So, uh, just entering into the room real fast, we're going to give him a couple of minutes on the mic, and then we're going to kick him out of here. Uh, Because he's a working man. Yeah, he's a working man. Beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune, Utah Jazz, Mr. Aaron Falk. Falk, how you doing?
1: Good. How are you
0: guys? I'm doing great. I didn't know it was podcast day. we
2: talking into the microphone, sir? Oh,
0: he's talking just fine.
2: So, uh, what we were saying... Is uh, basketball, your thoughts?
1: Uh, Duke. There's U- a lot of it. <laughs> a lot, yeah.
2: Duke, Utah, who do you got? Who are you taking?
1: I will take Duke.
2: Okay. Now, we also were talking, if you were to make up a team, every state in the country, all 50, yeah. okay, and you made up a, a team, and you pick them however you want, of every player that plays at a college in that state okay so it's not what state you're from it's what state you play college in and you, then you did a 50 team tournament
0: well 52 will add guam and puerto rico
2: well that changes
0: things well it makes the numbers easier when what it's
2: about american four. samoa all right <laughs> they're out you put that tournament together who do you have what state do you have coming out on top and where does utah finish Remember, um, dead air is not your friend on a podcast. Thi-
1: well, you, you left me to ponder an entire country of rosters. It's true. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 just thinking. I, I don't have a great answer off off the top of my head. I would just think the largest places. you know Texas got eliminated on the first day, but somewhere in there, there's got to be a team. Uh, Maybe state of Kentucky. The state of Kentucky would probably. I pick Kentucky the, as a winner. The the, the
0: city of. Uh, of uh, where are they lexington
2: Le- well if you take you got <laughs> kentucky the- plus louisville, plus
0: louisville yeah. right i think the dark horse yeah. of this is indiana because you got notre dame indiana butler, butler you know that's purdue purdue yeah get your best 12 guys ipfw
2: but then don't forget about north carolina with nc state north carolina and duke um, and let's
0: make this even more interesting you also get a time machine, so you can go back to any era. Whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa, Time machines change everything. Yeah, it's, it's uh...
1: Yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably right on Kentucky just because that team by itself is... Right. ...is ridiculous. You might not need another team right. outside
0: of that team. True. Um, so we should send Kentucky to the Olympics. <laughs> the state the state the full the whole state the bluegrass state represents the the red white and blue and, senator
2: uh, mitch mcconnell will drive the plane yes yeah <laughs>
0: damn Tooting.
2: <laughs> and where do you think utah finishes in there
0: how do you um,
2: think utah does
1: i mean you know it's a i don't know because well, well, you've the, got you've got collinsworth still
2: you've got collinsworth you've got uh hawes, hawes. And then you've got your guys at Utah. So I mean, absolutely. And there, and,
1: and Jalen, I throw Jalen in there.
2: Jalen, Jalen, he can shoot a Jaylen little bit.
1: Moore is on that team. Uh, that's true. Fair enough. Fair
2: enough. You got I I mentioned that we might need an Aggie on there. Um, let us not write off the Thunderbirds or what? What's our? What's the name of our our favorite punter at Dixie State?
1: Uh, you know, I wasn't there. For that. <laughs> I, I wasn't. Oh. I, and when I say I wasn't there for that, I mean I wasn't there for any of the Dixie State football season. <laughs>
2: <sighs> Disappointing. You remember Benny, right? Yeah, the punter. I forget his name. Oh, you're killing Another me. My but
0: anyway, uh, hey Falk, thanks for joining the yeah, show. Yeah, get real back fast. to work. Hey, thanks so uh, follow uh, follow Aaron Falk on Twitter at at Trib Jazz. And uh, how many more games left in the season, my man? Exactly eleven. Eleven more. Hey, we could still get forty-one, right?
1: It's possible, but becoming
0: increasingly more di- less likely. What if we stop? What if we stop playing fourth quarters? Would we be uh, winning this those next eleven?
1: That might be. I mean, the fourth last two fourth quarters they gave up thirty six and thirty seven. You have thirty seven in the first half to Portland last night. Thirty seven in the fourth quarter. That's just when the better players show that they're the better players. I mean, Lillard and Aldridge were incredible, and the Jazz aren't aren't there yet.
0: So, playoffs maybe next year. Yeah. Hey, but follow Aaron Falk at Trip Jazz, and uh, that's it. Oh, we did get a guest in here. Yeah, that was good job. That Uh, was cute. That was cute. Sure. Well, speaking of cute, we're going to be moving the podcast to a firm date on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, we're going to be starting to them uh, back again on Tuesdays, uh, either 11 or 1 o'clock. For, uh, this is Inside Baseball for KMO right now. But uh, once again, go to iTunes, subscribe to the show, rate and review, uh, put us a nice comment, kill us in the rating. I mean, give us a nice rating, kill us in the comment section. Or maybe you like the show and you could tell a friend, be a mensch on that.
2: Hey, we did have uh, some questions come in when you... When you said you wanted to do mailbag, well, look, we've got. We a f- have not yet addressed curling, and we have not yet addressed the CBI title series.
0: CBI being the curling a bureau. College
2: basketball invitational, which will pit Louisiana Monroe against the mighty 1963 NCAA champion Loyola Chicago Ramblers. My
0: money's on the Ramblers. I uh, you gotta go with the hometown favorite. I love me some Ramblers. What? Let's go with the Ramblers. Let's go with the Ramblers. And then with uh, curling, of course, uh, global warming is really putting a dent in our curling coverage, even though it's played indoors and in houses.
2: We have still, we have failed to live up to our promise that we were going to post when we were going to go to curling and then actually go. We need to do that.
0: We will be doing that in the future. But once again, follow the show on Twitter at uh. The, the, the Trip Sports Radio, uh, Fall K, Win Mo, which is uh, Kevin Winter Morris' uh, handle. I'm at Benny Raskin. Uh, we'll be getting a little more, uh, we're going to get kind of solidify the dates that we're doing this. I want to start doing them on Tuesdays just to kind of keep, uh, get the stories out a little bit earlier in the week. So you have something to listen to when you're at your lunch break or, you know, walking the dog or this, that, and the other, or as a supplement to reading your Salt Lake Tribune which uh, all everything can be found at sltrib.com. Uh, just, it's you know fantastic online edition. Thanks to my man, Kevin, here. Uh, my name is Ben Raskin. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. For Tribune Sports Radio, this is Ben Raskin. Our weekly podcast is recorded every Tuesday. Subscribe to the show on iTunes at Trib Sports Radio. And while you're there, please rate the show and give us some comments to help improve the podcast. All of our reporters' work can be found at sltrib.com. Please follow us on Twitter at Trib Sports Radio. Tweet us questions, and the fellows will be happy to answer them. Or if you feel like writing an email, send it to Tribune Sports Radio, all one word, at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.